Hey, everybody on Spotify podcast. Um, I realize it's no longer anchor. And to continue, I would like to say sorry for the long hiatus that I took. I'm pretty sure I lost some audience members. And that's totally understandable. If I wasn't hearing from a certain creator, I would leave too. So maybe they'll come back after finding out I have some new stuff out, or maybe they won't, and I'll regain some new audience members. Um, There's a reason why I went on such a long hiatus from the podcasting scene. Um, I thought about you all. I didn't forget about y'all. I had to take care of some health issues and other things. And so in order for me to be able to create great things for you, I needed to make sure that I was in good health first, you know. So now that I believe I've gotten better health-wise, I'm still on my journey, but definitely better off than where I was when I last left you guys. Um, I would like to continue dropping a couple of episodes I want to see if my friend still has some R&B mixes to leave you guys to listen to. Because I know you guys loved um, DJ Castratus's stuff um, or Cool Cast, as he also liked to go by. Um, so I'll update you guys briefly on what happened, what was going on with me. Um, for one, I had to prioritize my health because... I had some things going on and I won't leave it too mysteriously. I'll just be a little transparent about it. Um, It seems like everybody has been on a health kick, but I was on, well, still am on one. And I probably should have been on one in the first place. (laughs) Um, I had a moment where I realized the fragility of life and how, you know, you have one body and you need to take good care of it. And I had to put everything else on the back burner and prioritize my health and well-being first from top to bottom, including my mental health and everything. Because all of that comes in one tool. So first things first, I had to go and lose some weight. I was too heavy. I was developing a lot of the silent killers that are in a lot of the African-American communities such as diabetes, high blood pressure, and cholesterol. Um, Diabetes tried to make a pit stop at my house permanently. I was on insulin for nine months. And with the dramatic change of my lifestyle, I was able to put the diabetes in its place and keep it in remission and keep it away from me. Um, Prior to that happening, I had to prove to the doctors that I was very capable of getting my health in check. Um, My highest weight was at about 310 pounds. 310 pounds on Casper, C-A-S-P-H-E-R. And... When I finally decided to go ahead and cut off some of that weight because it wasn't doing anything for me except making me bigger and sicker, I finally checked in with a dietitian and dropped down to about 
279 pounds at the time. And at 279, I began my journey on trying to unbig my back, unbig my body. That's the phrase right now is to unbig your body, unbig your back. <laughs> so we had to drop some comical things in there. Um, so while I was unbigging my body, um, we did some lab work and we saw that my A1C was unusually high and my cholesterol was doing an uptick as well. And I got scared because diabetes is a very complicated disease and it doesn't care what size you are. It's going to mess with you whenever it feels like it. And I didn't want it to mess with me any more than it has already done in my family tree line. My parents had it, my grandparents had it, my great-grandparents had diabetes and all that. I, uh, uh-uh. My body is not a home for illnesses. So make that a double underline that phrase, guys. My body is not a home for illnesses. And prove it by putting it into action. You can say it all you want, but actually prove it. I don't want to sound like a motivational speech, uh, fitness guru because I'm not. Um, I still don't know a lot of things, but I'm doing the best I can at the moment. Um, so after having corrected some of those things, it took a while. It took about two years to correct a lot of things. And then I dropped down very slowly from 279 to 265. Between 262 and 265, I was cruising between those numbers, fluctuating. I didn't go crazy over a scale. I changed my eating habits. I no longer messed around with fried foods and fast foods. I didn't touch any of that stuff hardly ever. And if I did, I would consider it a treat, like a luxury now and not an everyday thing like I used to in the past. Um, I would have Domino's pizza almost every day, like every other day, before I decided to lose weight. I'm surprised I didn't catch diabetes during that time. That could have caught me any time it wanted to, but it didn't yet. Um, So that, I cut all that garbage out. I scrounged up some pennies and I got me an air fryer. It was justifiable and it was a good contribution to my health and well-being. And so I got an air fryer and I started to air fry all of my a lot of my food, which was a significantly healthy alternative. Um I ended up moving from one part of Boston to another part. Um the new area that I live in is like what they call it, Little Italy. And it has access to a lot of walking territory, like, you know, the waterfront and walking around the aquarium. Um, They have their own waterfronts as well. And so I said, there is no reason for me to have issues with my weight while living here. And my brother pointed out, was like, hey, Do you realize that the majority of the people or women that are walking around this area are very fit? And I didn't notice, but then I agreed. And I was like, you know what? That's a, you made a good point. I'm trying to get like that. I want to get more fit too. So 
Almost every day I went out to walk, except for in the rain and the snow. I don't like walking around in that crap. It's, it's dangerous. It's, it's disruptive. And I don't like it. It's discouraging. So, you know, I held up my gym membership at the YMCA. I bust my ass off in there. Like, I worked super hard to lose a bunch of weight. So after getting myself free from needing insulin, I decided to completely solidify my activity towards a better life and get the gastric sleeve. I decided to get weight loss surgery. Now, mind you, before you do weight loss surgery, they have you on a diet for like two weeks, like a liquid diet for two weeks. But for me, since I had exceeded all of their expectations long before I even decided to do weight loss surgery, I only had to do a two-day liquid diet in preparation for gastric sleeve. Now, I read all of the pros and cons about gastric sleeve and how dangerous it can be and how beneficial it could be. Um, I acknowledge both and I understood what I was signing, my, signing away my rights to a large portion of my stomach for the rest of my life and that I would be committed to a lifetime of continuous movement and healthier lifestyle. Um, after having been stuck on insulin for nine months and having to stab my stomach every day with an insulin pin, that was nothing sweet. I don't ever want that to have happen again. Um, so I said, you know what, sign the dotted line. I met all of the requirements for my insurance to take care of the procedure for me. You know, you go to the behavioral psychologist, you meet with a nutritionist and a dietitian, you meet a certain weight loss goal, which I've been achieved. So what more did I need to lose? <laughs> so I was good and ready. All they had to do was give me a surgery date and I would bring you guys my stomach to cut off. So they took off 80% of my stomach. I only have 20% of a stomach left and I'm only going to be using vitamins and calcium chews for the rest of my life. That's what I signed off on just so I could avoid another run-in with diabetes because that shit is in the family. Hardcore. And I don't want it touching me. I already have enough other issues already. I don't need more. You know, how about give me some fortune, you know, give me a quarter of a million dollars or something instead of misfortune. I don't want that shit. Nobody wants that shit. And to those of you who already have diabetes, I hope you continue to take care of yourself to get the most out of life that you can get. And now is probably a great time to be around with medical advancement. And I hope things get better for you in some way and they stabilize. It's not easy to put something so rigorous in remission like that, but I managed to do so. Um, so after having gastric sleeve on September 25th, 2021, I mean, what the hell am I talking about? September 25th, 
oh my gosh, I'm so out of the place right now. Um, I've, I've been two months and what, two weeks out since having the gastric sleeve. And af- after that sleeve happened to me, that sleeve is definitely sleeving. I lost even more weight. I know I did because the shirts that used to be kind of tight around my stomach are literally just flowing on me like a like a, a window curtain in the wind. It's sleeving. And then I had dropped several pant sizes because I started off at a size 22. And now I am down to a size 16 in pants. The majority of the clothing in my closet cannot fit. So as my behavioral psychologist told me, she goes, well, you might not want to go buy new clothes right away after surgery. You might want to wait a year after your body has stabilized. Once you've hit your goal of weight that you wish to maintain, then you want to go ahead and start getting more things. But because I literally had no other pants that would stay on, I had to go and get like two new pairs. And I somehow mysteriously found a couple of size 16s hiding in the closet that I've been hanging on to for a couple of years. And I decided to add those to my collection of new pants. Um, I even had to downsize in bra sizes. Um, I heard that even your shoes will start to get too big because the fat around your feet will begin to go away. Um, One of the downsides to being a bariatric patient is you're always cold. I had not had to wear double layer of shirts for a very long time. And just recently, a couple of weeks ago, maybe two weeks ago, I had to add extra layers of shirts to what I have on because wearing one shirt was no longer enough anymore. I lost a lot of insulation in my body. And so I'm feeling cold in places that I did not know existed or where cold probably should have never been going through in the first place. So, huh. If this is what the thin life is like, I have a lot of adjusting to get used to because I've never been thin in my life. I've been slimmer in the past, but never thin. My objective goal is to get down to a size 12. And I got a long way to go. (laughs) I'm not even under 200 pounds yet. I'm about probably in my 230s right now. And that's the lowest I'd ever been in like more than 10 years because I had some serious issues with my weight for the past 10 plus years. I just ballooned like crazy and sicknesses tried to come into my body and make my body its home and I refused to. And I hope the refusal continues because I don't want any of those silent killers in my body at all. It is hard to get rid of it. It is hard to maintain it. There are times where you could be eating properly and taking care of your body and your blood sugar issues will still go crazy. I can't deal with that. That's too much. That's too close to comfort for me. Nah, I'm good. 
Um, so exercising, walking a lot, clean eating, getting the proper amount of rest, and removing as much stressful situations from your life is would be the best way to start helping you yourself survive in this crazy ass world understanding that life is fragile and you have one body um do the best you can to treat your body as properly as possible because you're not going to get another one never again once it's gone it's gone you're not going to get it back ever again now you can reverse you could try to reverse some of the sicknesses if it's not too late or whatever but I don't know. Speak to your doctor, get a dietitian, get a nutritionist. Um, gastric sleeve or gastric bypass is it not for everyone? It's hard to prepare for, but for me, it wasn't too hard because I had already begun to, I was already doing everything that I would have been told to do in the first place. So. When I meet with people I haven't seen in many years, well, since the last time I had seen a majority of the people, I was over 300 pounds. And when I did a photo comparison, two different people, completely different individuals. And I think right now is probably the healthiest I've ever been in my life having dropped a whole teenager or preteen worth of weight off of me or high school kids' weight off of me. Um, I currently do not regret doing what I did. Not at all. I do not have any regrets of getting the gastric sleeve. I'm the first person in my family to undergo such a major procedure like that. And by the way, when I went in on that Monday of September 25th, 2023, I was out the next day. I was gone. I went home the next day. Um, I was not, I didn't use any pain medicine. All the pain medications they prescribed me, they prescribed me like two different types of pain medications. And I threw those away because I didn't have a use for them. I wasn't in any kind of actual pain from surgery. It was more so the heartburn and the gas trap that was trapped in my chest. That was going to go away once I walked around a bit. Um, as far as the heartburn, I took some um, omeprazole to help alleviate it. Um, dissolvable tablets, I don't recommend. Those are gross. Just take the swallowing pills. They have a weird, chalky, fruity flavor. I still swallow the dissolvable pill, even though it broke apart in my mouth with water. So I just swallowed it. And it would alleviate the heartburn that I felt in the past, the early stages after gastric sleeve. And since last month on the, around the 20th, I was able to begin eating normal foods again, like having solid stuff, 
like breads and stuff like that. I was so happy to have that because it was perfect timing for Thanksgiving. And so I had my first Thanksgiving after the sleeve and that went well. Now, as a heads up, there are gonna be some people that will not like you anymore because you did the, the stomach surgery. They are going to throw shade at you in all kinds of directions. They're gonna hate on you. And those were the same ones that were sitting here sending you exercise videos when you were over 300 pounds and nitpicking at you about your weight and then playing it off as a joke at the same time. Meanwhile, they themselves were not perfect looking either. Nowhere near it. And they had more to say about you than themselves. So... And they also didn't do any research on the pros and cons of gastric bypass surgery. Uh, so that was even more so the reason to ignore the hell out of them. I gave them the Helen Keller treatment indefinitely. And it's still going. It's still ongoing. I'm just waiting for them to fall away for good. Uh, there's a lot of them. A lot of them I'm waiting for them to just disappear. And they will rid themselves off of my radar on their own. That's one thing you don't do is allow people to make you feel bad for making a necessary life decision. I don't regret it. I will not regret it. Even when there are bad moments, I'm still not going to regret it because there is no way back out of it. Now, I'm enjoying the extra confidence that I'm having I enjoy the fact that when I'm out walking, I don't stop to catch my breath. I can breathe and talk and walk fast at the same time. And I can keep it going for several miles at a time. Um, so my walking speed has definitely increased. Um, I haven't gotten on a scale. I don't want to go crazy over the scale. I think I'll be getting on one this month with my doctors. Um, plus my talking scale has been acting kind of weird anyway. So there were times where I did get curious and get on the scale to see because my clothes were telling me something else. Like pants that were so tight they couldn't fit past my thighs at one point are now well, well beyond comfortable and they're now too big for me now. So I'm going to create a pile of pants and stuff that don't fit me at all anymore because they are too big and I'm just going to set them aside. So there's a lot to unload here as I return back into the um, podcasting scene. And I hope you guys had something amazing to drink, like sip on while listening to the story behind my disappearance um, and, you know, things like that. I had to sort out a lot of stuff, get some therapy and you know, I did a lot of the journey of this weight loss thing kind of by myself. You know, I made myself get up and go to the gym. I made myself go to boxing classes. I... Sometimes I had people come with me 
every now and then once in a rare blue moon. But 95% of that was on my own. That I lost a lot of the weight by myself. The sleeve was a tool, not a fix-it-all. It was a tool that I was using to assist in my journey. And uh, there's a lot of people in my family that still don't know that I had the gastric sleeve. And they're just like looking at me so many times and uh, I've gotten compliments about my skin and they think I have foundation on. Nope, it's just the glow of a healthier person. I don't wear makeup all the time. Um, so with that being said, there's that update. I hope you all stayed to the very end and I hope to hear from you guys soon.